bread hold it tight hold it close it's valentine's day almost that kind of rhymed huh pretty good right joel it's pretty good indeed hello breadheads. gather up those crumbs it's time to join the gluten gang and carbo blow <laughs> i like load. when you close your eyes welcome <laughs> to hold my bread the 1,170 $177.25 podcast Nick, quarters matter yeah um yeah, we've gone down like three weeks in a row, but that's not our fault, right? Yeah, it can't be blamed. There's a lot of heat going on. Yeah, we, we spent a month talking up Amarin, and we, we don't did. care that the stock is almost <laughs> down to the original price we bought it at. Yeah. 1776 I checked it today. I checked it today. Hey, great year to secede from the British. Not <laughs> yeah. so good for a stock price. Yeah. That's and, okay. They just got approved for something in Canada, I think, or maybe it's Australia. Yeah, if, but if if we hear of a lot of Australians dropping dead of heart attacks, yeah. we sell this stock. Yeah, they're way more strict over... That's not a good sign, actually, because it got fucked over here in America, and they're way more strict in Australia. We might be in trouble. They're not way more strict in Australia. Yes, they are. They have way more... Like, they Have, have you stri- met an Australian? They have like stricter gun laws. They have stricter rules on like sugar and sodas. They have stricter everything there. I would respond to you, but I, I thought of Australians dying of heart attacks, and like, didn't Steve Irwin technically die of a heart attack? He died when a stingray <laughs> attacked his heart. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, you are correct. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. R.I.P. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Note to the coroner of Brisbane. Yes. You need to amend Steve Irwin's cause of death. We are joined here. Um, yeah, we have a guest. A guest of uh, honor. Yes. Of prestige. Of loyal listener. And uh, she's a big slob. Uh, please say hello to my fiance, <laughs> Gabby Garcia. What an intro. Hi, Gabby. Hey, hey. It's important to have you on because this is a podcast about how why we'll become rich, and you are the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel brought you on to uh, tell me about your plans. Their, what my future. prenup? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Remember? Oh yeah. And the, we were at the. No. Host- yeah. Yeah. No. Gabby just basically said, "I'm a big. I'm a big fat paycheck." No. I did <laughs> yeah. not. Uh, Those are the adjectives Jack used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so first of all, to update anyone who listened last week, we did go to Atlantic City. The yes. show was great. Yes, we I did. did. Stay night. You caved. We did stay the night. Show is not win life. (laughs) But however, I did smoke a cigar, Uh but it was not the cigar from the bodega. You still have that one though, don't you? I do do have that one. Yeah. I asked someone to bring my me my bodega branded cigar, and they (laughs) forgot. I I even put it in a plastic baggie, and I like set it on the counter so that I wouldn't forget. Yeah, that's okay. And I forgot. So while my friends were having, so we we went out in Atlantic City. Yeah. I took a, some substances. Yeah. You guys had fun at the craps. Yeah, table. Gabby taught me how to play craps. I, I taught you and Jack how yeah, to play craps. Yeah, and Jack, you and did while, a great job. While my friends Thank you. wandered out. I the roulette table that Matt won oh. and lost at. It's a honestly the third host of this podcast is his <laughs> evil roulette table. <laughs> it's my nemesis, <laughs> and it got me too, guys. <laughs> Isn't it crazy though? Because because the guy has a dealer and he does blackjack and roulette at the same time. So sometimes he's doing two things at once. So I feel like you have a bit of an advantage because he's distracted. 
Nah, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know. I'm telling you, I won $500 off of it one time, and but the last couple times it's been my nemesis. Yeah, and I was like, Matt's won this, this machine, and I was in a somewhat altered state, so I was like, yeah, I yeah. can't take all my money, can and, uh, and it, it sure did. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, defeated, I wandered. I did find a, a wonderful... Um, Men, you could say mentally retarded, right? I don't think so. No, <laughs> not anymore. As of no, not now. I just checked my watch. Absolutely not. Okay, I met a disabled man, there and you go. That's, that's better, right? He was a cashier. I was on LSD, and I tried to buy a cigar from him. Where was I? You we were, were the at the crabs table. table. You were uh, having yeah. fun with your he friends. He was running around. I right? was playing Peanut Butter Falcon in the oh casino. My God. <laughs> <laughs> and, but we, he tried to check me out as a customer, and he didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to buy something. So we had the the security tape of this transaction is 25 minutes long. <laughs> well, when I looked over, I saw you smoking a cigar, so it had to have worked out, or did you just walk away? No, no, I did. I, I posted up. I flexed on the whole world that yeah, night. We watched, uh, I kept looking over at you. No, no. Yeah, but you pointed at it a few times. Yeah, no. They played craps, and I just smoked my big cigar, unbuttoned a few buttons of my shirt, and uh, just felt like a real picture of American might. Yeah, a real Atlantic City strong boy. Yeah, so we had a great time. We and did then, have a um, trip. It was so fun. We did watch, and then, like, well, we were going to bed. Gabby, first of all, would oh not shut up. <laughs> um, a lot of singing. We stayed up till five. And we got up early the next no, day. No, we didn't. We didn't leave the craps tape table i don't think we got they back stopped to the, to the hotel till five yeah you're probably right about that yeah it was we got back to the hotel at five because then we saw the guy in the other hotel room across the way and we watched him oh my god we had that the, is uh, still one of the funniest things ever <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm pretty messed up so i'm watching this guy in we another hotel room and i i very seriously pitched the idea to the guys like hey if he starts jerking off we got to start jerking <laughs> off. <laughs> no, you the used to, the word was funny. You said, let's take a vow. <laughs> you said, let's take a vow to jerk off if he starts. And I was so serious. I watched this guy ravenously for like 30 minutes yeah. straight. And he just paced around his hotel room. Yeah, who's he standing up at five in the morning? That's the most fucked up thing I've it ever was, seen. Yeah, it was crazy. We watched him for a while, so... Um, and then we, we had a nice And then I was drunk and, and we were laying in bed and the we all had a slumber party and the boys yeah, we, I yeah, pulled we, the boys trundles up next to my bed. Yeah. And then that's they how kept, Gabby's rich, she calls them trundles. We call them cots. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. She I was like, Where are the where are the trundles? I was like, We just have cots. I don't know. And then she told <laughs> us all. Happened, it happened to the hotel. I and I and he, they kept saying shit that reminded me of musical theater songs, so I kept singing it to them. Joel Which everyone wants to hear. At tried to suffocate me. but we did get to say the suite, so you could sing the whole. I mean, we were in our own world. Okay. You know? We were on the. They, did you think about we were like in the corner? There was nobody near us. Yeah, really. we were in the Sinatra we, suite. Yeah, we could be as long as we wanted. It yeah, was they so yeah, fun. The Sinatra suite. It's like a regular hotel room without hot water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Atlantic City, stay at the Claremont. Uh, no, the Claridge. Claridge. The Claridge. Yeah. yeah. Sam and uh, S- Sam Evans and Carmen Legala are there tomorrow night. Valentine's oh. Day show. And I, they're going to stay at the Claridge. They're going to have Claridge, Valentine's Day, hotel sex? What an escalated what? form of sex. My God. <laughs> I almost invited myself to go, but I can't. I can't. Well, you should have. I can't, we can't uh, do that two weeks in a row. I can't. Yeah, I can't lose. I can't lose that much money two weeks in a row. I'm still up over my initial trip, but things are looking grim. One more trip, and I'm fucking back to where I started. I think Atlantic City two weekends in a row is considered depression. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know. I believe me. I can. I, I thought about it, and I was like, I can't allow myself to do that. <laughs> I can't. That's when it becomes a problem. 
I'm at the crafts table losing it. But yeah, um, no, so Gabby's here. Uh, we're here to, do you want to just launch into what we brought her? Yeah, we, so we did bring Gabby on for a reason. She was interviewed this week by Slate anonymously. Yes. And she's here to break her silence. Gabby, answer the hard-hitting questions. Were you interviewed by Slate.com? <laughs> I was. I think I just told them to make me anonymous because I wasn't sure how much crap I was going to talk about our company. Right. You, I get it. I mean, I understand that. You're yeah. Walking, you got to walk a line. I was walking a line. And then I ended up not really saying anything too bad about our company. And I was like, I could have not been anonymous. Right. But, but here we know, are. You don't know how they're going to edit things and how things are going to Yeah. I mean, paper here's the and... deal. The title, they made the title seem so much more dramatic than the actual sentence that I actually yeah, said. So Manhattan I, is crumbling. Manhattan's <laughs> about to crumble. I was so, like, oh, I, I said it very casually. But so if sure. you're unfamiliar, New York State passed a law saying that real estate brokers can no longer charge any kind of broker fee. And for real estate brokers, that's more or less their bread and butter. Like brokers in Manhattan, they'll charge you 15% of a year's rent to move Just into to move an in. apartment. And they're and not doing not... anything. It's really like a low-level form of extortion, which I understand why it got banned. But we work for Nooklin, and it's a company that is, you know, kind of laughable in Silicon Valley in its appearances. It's pretty upstanding as far as real estate companies go. Most of our listings are no fee. If you need an apartment, you can feel, feel free to reach out to me at they, Joel W at Nooklin.com. You were actually our first sponsor on our first episode. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, we did we, a sponsor read for your... Uh, but just so we're clear, uh, the a judge... Like, I don't know, not overturned. I think he put a restraining order on the law. That just so happened. That like just happened, I think, of, like a couple days ago. Yeah. So even since I've been interviewed, it's not even, it's relevant, but because it could still happen. Like the real estate game is really changing in New York and it's going to affect the housing market and things like that. But broker fees are back. So. Yeah. They're uh, back. They're better than ever. And people are really going to gouge in this last hurrah for broker yeah, right. Oh, my God. For, Everyone's oh, going to charge wow, 15% Do you think that's going to happen? Oh, do yeah. You, do you think they're going to be like, all right, we got to get this while we can? Well, all oh. these laws have changed that are like really cutting into broker slices of the pie this year, just within the last like six months or so since like July. Mm -hmm. So any chance they can to kind of grab onto something, they're going to. Just because wow. shit's so much fucking more expensive than it used to be. Do you think it's getting so we're what we're february it's february so do you, when does it start to pick up do you think it starts to pick up more in the spring yeah and then it gets crazy in the summer yeah so like i'd say like may is when we start like getting like hot but uh march april does okay okay so yeah. you're, you're kind of hoping these broker fees this stays suspended until i mean here's the deal it doesn't re it doesn't really in a large place like doesn't really matter for joel and i like our company is mostly a no fee company. Most of our, the majority of the work we do is landlords who pay, who pay us the broker fee, mm -hmm. which makes it no And fee. I'm a Midwestern coward. I can't look someone in the eye and collect a broker fee yeah, anyway. I like I, I just hem and haw and I'm like, oh, sorry, I got to get this money. Like I can't take money from someone. And I know that's terrible as the host of a business podcast. And I know having my girlfriend on fiance, Sorry, I don't reckon. I, I hate that word. I, so do I. I don't really like it either. I don't. I, I, I hate anything French influenced. <laughs> it's why I don't recognize the Magna Carta um, <laughs> or baguettes. Yeah, baguettes. that's just a hot dog shaped bread to me. <laughs> Joel doesn't eat much gluten anyway, so it's fine. You don't. Not, don't tell that the listeners think I'm head of the gluten gang. Yeah, he's oh, he head of the gluten shit. gang. This boy's gluten free. Oh. Fucker has colitis. Oh, I colitis. Tried to. <laughs> Damn. 
Listen, He's a fraud. we all know in the dirty laundry. I'm just waiting for Birch Benders, Paleo Pancakes to go public. They're getting all my money. All, so all of our children's generation will eat those pancakes. We're talking about pancakes. Okay. What are we no, clear? No, no, pancake no, no, time? No. Just so we're clear, if you're the head, what do you call yourself? The head of the gluten gang? Yeah. yeah if you're yeah. the head of the gluten gang, if you're like really pushing the head of the gluten, gluten gang, it means you're farting all over the place. Really? You're, that's you, why you don't, he gets is that bad toots when he's uh, eating, when he's you're eating all lots t- of gluten. You're tooting it up, eh? Yep, and then, of course, this is exactly how I envisioned this segment going. Hi, <laughs> yeah. Joe Wachowski have been. I had something I was going to say, and I, I have been. It. Well, I have something I need to say. Yeah. I <laughs> have been tooting it up. <laughs> Daytime. Well, how long did it take to time, get it? Every single nighttime. Tooting it up. <laughs> Joel, tooting it up, Wolkowski. We do The podcast should be about things I know. Are there any farting podcasts? Like, <laughs> hey, you want to come to my, my podcast? We're going to fart together. I mean, that's got to exist. There's YouTube that's channels dedicated exist. to that. Are there? Oh, for sure. No oh. way. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. definitely porn for it. Yeah. Really? Cake farts? Who's seen cake farts? Ew. Leif seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What is that? Well, I can't tell you. You, have to, like, fart. you have to find it for yourself. So people fart. <laughs> you gotta, that's a journey you have to go on alone. <sighs> or, with, or with friends. <laughs> but I can't, I can't tell you what it is. And we'll pro- watch it after the pod. Or we can watch it live on the pod. Wow. <laughs> we'll get your reaction to Cake Farts Yeah, on the people pod. are listening like, yeah, I wonder what their take on Tesla is this week. Yeah, we do, <laughs> we do actually have a lot of finance news. but uh, Yeah, and I just thought it'd be interesting. Like, never before have I seen laws affect, you know, a lot of people I know's compensation. And it's scary times that the government can affect how much money we're taking home. Uh-huh. It's scary that the company Street Easy affects how much we're taking home. So I mean, rentals a- in New York City have somewhat always been like a fairly consistent game. Like, yes, you're not going to be on million dollar listing and making like millions of dollars a year, mm-hmm. but it's consistent money because people in New York, there's so fucking many people here and they're constantly moving. Mm-hmm. People are constantly renting. They're con- Even if you're like not leaving New York, you're constantly moving. People move all the time here. Right. And so rentals has always been a way to like make a living especially for artists honestly in brooklyn like it's a great side hustle yeah it seems good people it's, like joel and i it seems like a good thing to do almost in any big city but here especially it seems very mm-hmm. very very yeah uh, no other market no other city does the market the way we do granted it is somewhat of a racket mm-hmm. but it's because uh most other cities don't have the kind of infrastructure underneath it that has to be taken care of right so it's a lot bigger of a job so it it makes sense but this is the first kind of year i'd say that like this this job and these people's income is really getting slashed street easy is street easy should just street easy is a criminal or organization they've tried the 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 fees have gone up well so for people that don't know what Street Easy is, Sorry. what is it? So Street Easy is pretty much like the monopoly. It's a mono- It's monopolized at this point. It's pretty much the only it's place a- people go to look for apartments anymore. Oh, it's a- it's oh I've seen ads for it on websites. Or yeah, on, yeah. on the train. It I mean. only exists in New York City. They only advertise on the subway, and they're the only game in town because they keep buying out their competition. Yeah. And so they, they bought Rent Hopper. They bought Zumper. They are maybe they're owned by Zumper. And they would be subject to monopoly laws, but because they're so localized, there's not really any national attention on it. Like back when I started doing real estate when i had a full luxurious head of hair i um i would pay a dollar a day to advertise on street easy now it's up to six dollars a day that's a 600 percent price increase over three years and you could conclude from that that 
you know, streeties extorting these real estate agents, and I lost my hair very quickly. After that. It's true. <laughs> it's true. They're responsible but for your hair loss, too. I just see. to even go slightly further, the, the whole thing is, so we we post an apartment on there uh-huh. as a listing to advertise. We right. pay per apartment. And we get some most real other websites, Post is, um, you want to explain what that is? Po- most other websites, <laughs> you pay for like 50 listings for a month. You pay 50 bucks. This was already the most expensive one. Where you're paying per listing a dollar fifty per listing, now it's right. up to six dollars. I mean, it's just like in the summer, our, our fees when it was at four fifty a listing, we were getting up up above two thousand dollars a month just for our just, advertising. Oh, that's you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like now it's insane. I mean, we just can't do it anymore. Right? I, there's there's just no longevity in this this business anymore if they don't fix things a little bit. Wow, that's crazy. So where? And really, the uh, these days with the way price prices are going, the only way to get value out of a post is uh, by purchasing a box of uh, Raisin Bran. <laughs> oh, okay. Post makes Raisin Bran. Oh my God. <laughs> post cereals uh, produce raisin, high in fiber, and raisins. All between our old you and me, I think they're nature's candy. All our old listeners just love that right now. I mean, I did try. I did. <laughs> they went crazy. I did pr- try prunes once on the set of a job I was production designing. Uh-huh. It, they worked like a wonder. I, I see why people eat prunes every day. I don't know why I haven't gone back to it. If prunes were on the exchange, I'd be buying prune stuff. Have you ever had prune right. juice? I I know I ever have. I haven't. Maybe on the way. Maybe after the show, we can get some prune juice. <laughs> you guys want to get around to prune juice, and then we'll go home to our separate homes, and we'll just keep in contact. We'll have a group chat about our shit. Yeah, that's our, yeah. <laughs> Back to the farting. Yeah, yeah, I haven't drank it about five years. Gabby, what are you bringing us down? <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're never up. How, uh, about, how about I don't drink anymore, but how about a nice prune whiskey? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, it's yes. terrible. Ew, that's so a gross. prune and Bailey's. <laughs> They call him the Irish prune. <laughs> That's also my wrestling name. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, coming to the stage, the Irish prune. I don't have an accent, but you know. what can I say? I lost it. Um, oh, it's not so hard to do an Irish accent. Uh, what, what is Katie Boyle here? Get out of here. <laughs> oh, oh, Katie Boyle. I took an acting class with her the other night. It was fun. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you messaged me about it. Yeah. You're Wait, is it, a, is it like a comedy acting class or is it just like... I don't know what kind of acting class it is, but we just... I just sat it on a lesson and we... Katie and I did like a scene together and then he just kind of... We did it like three times and he But kinda, was it like for comedians or is it just... It was just an acting class, but there were me and two other comedians in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to... I might go back. I think I'm going to go back. I you like ta- it? Yeah, it was cool. I wasn't good at it, but I was like, I could see myself like, all right, I can... It's a good muscle to flex. For sure. And it's like from when I first did the scene to when we lasted the scene, I was like, okay, I think I can you kind got, of feel it a little bit. So, but I'm out of town the next two weeks. So I told him, I was like, I know you think I'm just saying this, but I was like, but I'll probably be back in like two weeks when I get back. So, uh, yeah. So I did that. So I did hang out with Katie Boyle, but, um, all right, well this is, so I'm very, this is very interesting. So do, is there any other option to, to list a thing other than on Street Easy. I mean, yeah, there are. I mean, and places, and there's other websites popping up now trying to compete with them. Mm-hmm. This, the only one that I've seen that's even worthwhile at this point is this one called Localize. Mm-hmm. They seem like they might be worthwhile, and they might. They offer things that uh, that no other website does. They like they'll like tell you like they have some kind of the way I don't understand how it works, but they have some kind of data to be able to tell like you type in the the address mm-hmm. and the apartment, and it'll tell you like 
how much sunlight it gets. Wow. How much the unit gets and things oh, like I that. Think oh, I've seen ants for those. It's I've seen new those and they're trying way. to build, but I hope I hope they do because yeah. they're free. But nonetheless, um, the consumers are still going to street easy and there's not an end to this insight. Like we have yeah, a year of this. Because it doesn't least. affect right. the consumer. I mean, it's free for the consumer, right? So they don't know. You're the minority that's fighting for change in this or that cares. Yeah, but like and who fucking cares about brokers? I was going to say that. And most of the people that are renting are like, I'm spending a ton of money already. I don't give a fuck about Nobody you. cares about brokers. I don't care about brokers. Like, but there's probably... I get that this is a small thing. I'll just change my career. I'll survive. Like, all all uh, different markets go through these kinds of changes, and you either stick it out or you don't. Right. You know, it it's just is what it is. Matter of but what you're willing to put up with. Real estate brokering, especially in New York, is one of the few avenues for working class people to make money through hustle alone. Yeah. No education's necessary. If you work hard, you can make six figures a year. I mean, here's the deal. We both have educations, pretty good ones. However, yeah, like, uh, we still do hustle our asses off instead because we try to do other things, right? Like, right. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, and what? so there are there are 27,000 real estate agents in New York City. So that's a pretty big workforce to be affected by this legislation. So these people are seeing at least some of their income disappear into the ether mm -hmm. and we're count their count the new state of new york is counting on landlords to do the right thing and honor their agreements i don't know about you guys but have you met a landlord a new york city landlord <laughs> why so yeah what are they what are they expecting they're expecting the landlord to pay you yeah so well one of two things they don't care about the necessarily the real estate industry they're saying you can't charge a tenant a, you can't charge a client a broker fee for the apartment, which um, now if if the landlord wants a broker renting out their apartments, which the majority do, right. the landlord needs to pay the broker fee or the landlord needs to rent it themselves. Well, so what is so if, if they don't pay if they hire you and they don't pay you, don't you have a case against them? Like, is there if they if who hires me like if you're hired to, to sell a guy if you're hired to rent my apartment mm -hmm. and we have an agreement you're gonna rent the apartment you rent the apartment and then i'm like i'm not paying you oh yeah i mean yeah small claims court or something yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, then yeah. like so they can't what 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 can what can the well, renter do or what can the landlord do to he can like rent it himself to not pay a broker fee right yeah do you think most why don't most people do that well, I mean, there's so many large. You have to realize so much of Manhattan, Brooklyn. I mean, every, you know, there's a lot of, of fucking bureaus. apartments out there, well, and like sure. these landlords own. But a lot of these landlords, there's like a small amount of landlords who own most apartments. They can't do it all. Like right, that's true. They, you know, they, they the people to... this law and like they can afford paying a broker fee. Right, they're fine. Right, the person this law really fucks over is the it's like the old school, long time New York City resident who owns a two to three family home. Oh, and so who, they're just renting just maybe one, one unit. or two units, oh. and they can't really afford to do it because right, they're like right, middle right. class. They bought this apartment when it was cheap in like the '80s, right. or this building when it was cheap in the '80s, and they've lived there forever. Right. You know, they help pay their mortgage by renting out two units that are fine. They're not fancy, but they're big and whatever. Right, and those right, are right. usually the best apartments in New York, right? Right. But they usually are the ones that like charge a broker fee because they can't front the money a month a month's rent to pay to a broker right you know and so those are that's who it's really fucking over granted th th the law is somewhat stopped for now so it, right, it right, should right. be fine no it's, in, it's interesting though because I, like, I read your article and I understand a little bit of it but obviously I don't understand there's also some nuances with it that are still being determined which is like tenants can still hire a broker themselves mm -hmm. and know that they have to pay a broker fee but if the 
but if the broker is is hired by the landlord, that's when they can't charge a broker fee to the tenant. Huh. So, like, if you're hired by the client, by the person moving in, and they know that they have to pay a broker right. fee, it's but a, yeah, yeah that is, it's all convoluted. So that's like for people that were like maybe are moving from a state with like yeah, like a lot of companies when they're like doing transfers of people from to New York City, they'll they'll pay for their moving costs and they'll right, pay broker right. fee. Okay, cool. And yeah. this just goes to show how slow moving our government is to give legislation that needs it. Like if they were to pass this in the '90s when like the Upper East and West were gentrifying and this practice became like kind of standard they could have squashed it but now there's you know five figures worth of people relying at least partially on these broker fees so there's a lot of people who are going to be hurt by the machinations of big government here i mean here's the deal is like in general all of these laws that have there's been a there's been a large wave of laws that have happened since july and i don't necessarily um think this one is I, I see what they're trying to do to help New York City residents here by doing it. And I think that it's a bunch of lawmakers who don't necessarily um, work in the... You can tell they don't work in this industry because they don't understand how it works. And I think it's going to probably hurt more New York City residents than help them. Mm-hmm. Um, this law is by far not the worst one. Right. Uh, the one that I think is probably the worst is <clears throat> for New York City residents. They passed a law saying that... A landlord can't charge, this happened over summer, a landlord can't charge more than first month's rent and security for move-in costs. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to charge first, last, and security. You used to be able to so ask like for extra months of crime. So we had a client over the summer who mm-hmm. was just released from prison. Like uh-huh. three days. He'd only oh, been out I of jail tell- for I remember you telling me we were hanging out and you were like, I got to go show this guy an apartment. That he is just a very prison. difficult person to get a prison and like, for an he, apartment. He was right. just out of prison and he was like... And like clearly going back to prison, <laughs> like so I don't know how he that. got a that much weed in two days. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, he was already like, like he being he crazy. was he was just driving around smoking weed immediately. Is like Do his you... credit was like in like the low five hundreds. Like it was a hot. It, you That's know, why they put him in backgrounds. jail. Actually, this <laughs> is Michael Bloomberg's America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to pay to play. There you go. But, you know, that's a hard person to get approved for an apartment, right? <clears throat> yes. The only way that you can help get that guy approved is uh, something that helps convince a landlord is either a guarantor mm-hmm. or uh, ask giving multiple months up front. Right. So a guarantor is like somebody that's like basically like a, co- like a co-signer. Yeah. Almost. And if yeah. you don't pay your rent, that person has to pay right. the rent. And then the other one is just to have a bunch of money on hand. Exactly. Right. Which and most criminals do not do actually this guy had one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the bank my so, man you know but here's the deal like when your credit's shot and you have a criminal background like one way i can help you get into apartments with multiple ones up front now yeah. with this new law that changed the people that it hurts are people with with back with uh, criminal backgrounds uh-huh. people who have low credit who mm-hmm. you know that's uh, unfortunately is it tends to affect minority communities uh low-income communities things like that uh <laughs> that was a joke who like can expect? Wow! That- I bring up Michael Bloomberg, and you start acting like um, uh, <laughs> it's just a joke. I couldn't help it. Yeah, guess who's Let's feeling pretty good about the worst thing I said on this show being mentally retarded? Yeah, that's Here still worse. Let's Yours was bring worse. It all around. No way. Stop saying mentally. Re- what? <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, you wanted to. I didn't say it. 
No, you, I didn't. I'm at, sorry. Yeah, at I least, been no, it's okay. I, I know should... you guys can't he, he see see this town. at home. You can't hear this, but the way he's holding his hands right now is rather disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting like Larry King. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Gabby, I cut you off. On a mountain so, of You're making a very good point. No, I made it's a not that interesting. Joke. My whole point is that this law was <laughs> is they're trying to help people. This law by not letting a landlord gouge you and ask for four months up front. Right. But the person who it really hurts is people who have low credit who maybe know that it's going to be hard for them to get right. approved, and so they save money to like give months up front to get approved for an apartment they want. Now I can't get anybody approved if your credit is below seven hundred. There's just nothing unless you have a U.S. guarantor, which is sometimes difficult. Right, right. Or international yeah. students are screwed now, too, because right. they don't have credit. But if you do have, so basically you just have to have a bunch of money to pay up front. That's like your own, one of your only options. If you're, you it was. It you can't do it anymore. Well, why can't you? Be- wh- because they're only you? let it, they passed a new law you saying own, you can it, only charge first in security. But what if I agree to pay you? That doesn't matter. But I can't just be like, here's a bunch of money up front. Like, uh, there is some gray area where some landlords are saying, well, if they offer it, it's doesn't okay. Mean, like, why can't if I? Offer? But most landlords are saying, no, I'm not. I'm not touching that. Well, what if I just show you my bank account statement where I'm like, look, look at that. That goes a long way, but they could still say no. No, a lot of I'd say like eighty percent of the time they're still going to say no. Your credit means everything in New York City. Yeah. And I don't know that, like, honestly, like, our generation is full of, oh, at least a lot of our friends have shit credit. Not oh, bad yeah, people. Have, people yo, who pay their rent. I have great credit. We should do. do you? Oh, my credit's sick. What is it? Um, I think, I don't know. I know it's low. Mine's the lowest it's been, Wait, right? Wait, you, well, your credit's sick. I know it's low? I know it's low because I don't. I, your, I don't, your credit should be high. Or, I mean, I know it's like, whatever the one is good is good. It's the so higher high. number. It's like, I, I think it's like seven, 700 or something. Seven, that's nine, great. Seven, 700 780 or something. Oh, wow. That's really good. It's super sick. I don't, because I didn't go to college, so I don't have any student loan debt. I've always paid my bills. I've like, On time, yeah. Oh, I'm like fucking Kill it. clicking. Yeah. Mine's the lowest it's ever been. 717. Dang, I'm 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 holding court in the six seventies area. Yeah, but, but you came up from a you came yeah, up. I I was in the I had a worse credit than the criminal for sure, <laughs> and I was just like living my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine for sure is good. Uh, we started I'm, dating, and I forced him to make his credit better. No, she didn't. Yes, I, was I did. Doing that on my own, I was already uh-huh, saving sure. and investing. That's, Honey, I saved your life. That's the thing that you had nothing <laughs> to do with. You that. were pulled up from the slums. The God only damn person it. who saved my life was the DJ. The what DJ about on the dance floor with that song. Oh, shut up. Um, that's the thing I grew up with. My Crazy. mom was like, "You got to pay your bills." We're gonna. Ha- you're, she like started me out on a positive. She worked at a financial path for sure. And for here sure. you are. I know it's great. It pays off. I I haven't met Mama Bacchus yet. Oh, she's great. You should bring her on the pod. She's gonna. She's excited to listen to this episode tomorrow. She's not gonna like my stupid bad joke. She's yeah, mom. Mom's it. like listening to this podcast on the weekend. My mom. She only listens to this one on Saturdays. That's her little ritual. Oh yeah. My mom yeah. listens. My mom and dad usually listen to it together when they're in the car together. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm They've been ex- driving back and forth from Arizona a lot lately, so they always turn it off. How long of a drive is that? Like six hours. Well, oh. to their new place is like seven and a half. Yeah, but if you're listening to our podcast, it feels like nine or ten. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so yeah. Um, Let's talk market. Excited. That's well, that's not why we're here. We are here to talk about our acumen and results-based investing strategy. Of which I know last week I talked a big game about a little stock in a little lithium company yeah. called ENRT. It was going to change the world. It still might. We've had some bumps in the road, and I've lost 450 of my mom's 
dollars. What's the stock down? What did it, what did we bump ourselves down well, to? Two uh, last week it, it was it was hanging out. It was skyrocketing. It hit five cents a Hot share. Damn, five. Cents. And I think when we recorded the podcast, it was around twenty eight cents a share, like two point eight cents a share. But now, get this. One point three cents a share. Holy shit! Yeah, the stock chart looks like you would put a crayon on a piece of paper and then just fell over. (laughs) Just uh, bungee jumped. Yeah, look, Uh, look at this shit. Well, yeah, that's not great. What has happened? Is there news? Is there because you uh, you were such a? I mean, if we could, I would insert how hyped you were last week uh, about it. But and I was sw- I was switching off Robinhood. I'm going to E Trade. I'm still or I'm still doing that. I'm still happy to be doing that. But you're, that was the reason I was going to get on in on ENRT, and I, I don't know if I'm going to do that anymore. Yeah, no, nah, it. I don't know. Nothing really happened with it. It's just like it's on the. It's an OTC stock. It's not on any of the major exchanges. So with no news, it's bad news. So it's treated like the OTC stock. It is. There's no prestige in being in a young upstart like ENRT. And yeah, did I look through the company's financials and see that they only have fourteen thousand dollars in the bank? Yes, I did. So they still own this land. Tesla's next door, and really, I think. You know, we can ignore the uh, the skyrocketing stock price of Tesla to $800. I think the real um, volatility is just noted in the market's treatment of ENRT. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ENRT is a much hipper brand. Yeah, they're, they're niche. Right. Very. You got to be in the know. You got to be uh-huh. a weirdo on Twitter. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's the seven people who own the company or the accounts tweeting about ENRT. <laughs> That's very possible. And the best part about investing is is investing Twitter because you know there's the whole world of hashtags. You know there is with the money signs as well. What's that? You look up any stock with the money sign in front of it, you find information just about that stock organized just like a hashtag. On Twitter? Yeah, you think it's a hashtag party, but if you know, if you just look behind the curtain a little bit, you can go to the financial planning party and baby... That's where you want to be. Wow, is this insider trading? Because you just gave me a huge <laughs> yeah. Trip. No, it's sick. <laughs> and uh. speaking of which, I I did actually. We talk about our portfolio on the show. I had my first sale. I sold off some shares that I picked. Uh huh. And I I they're no longer a part of my portfolio. And your that, personal portfolio, the show, the show portfolio. Okay. I made a change. The portfolio show. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, that's cool. So everyone is there talking about how Slack had a great week. Uh-huh. They, oh, right. I forgot we, you sent me that article. Slack bought, like uh, really shot off. Yeah, I was, I was really excited. I was like, oh, Slack is, um, you know, they have this deal with IBM. Mm-hmm. There's 350,000 new accounts. Mm-hmm. And really, they were just kind of manipulating their numbers because the stock went up to like 25.42. We bought in the 27s. Mm-hmm. So... Then it came out that a lot of these contracts were already in place. They're just fending off Microsoft, which had its own rough week, but Microsoft seems hell-bent on crushing Slack like a bug. Yeah. And these 350,000 like contracts, they didn't do anything to change the paradigm. They're already there. They're a part of Slack's finances. And seeing the stock go back to where I bought it, more or less, sure. Did I lose $22 on the transaction? Yes, but I think it was worth the honor and privilege of being a Slack shareholder for yeah. just that brief window of time. Yeah. And I sold off those shares and I bought Twitter. 
Ah, you buy some Twitter stock. Yeah, come on. It's an election year, and I think I'm a little politically minded, and mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at my behavior the days of these these primaries, uh-huh. these caucuses. I'm on Twitter all day. Well, we know the ENRT guys love Twitter. Yeah. We know they're big on it. This is a podcast about how Twitter's ruined my life and Gabby's saved it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's what we're going to call the episode. So, yeah, I bought seven shares of Twitter, and I just think over the course of the year... People are going to care about this election, and they're going to care on Twitter. Right. It will mirror their behaviors. And I think, like, what, Facebook's going for around $200 a share? Right. Twitter's a a utility. People use it like if I was one of those rich people with, like, a million liquid, I would put it all into Twitter. I love it. Yeah. Interesting. You have a lot of faith in it if you put a million dollars in. Absolutely. Well, I was talking to, like, my- There's better places to put that money, but- I mean, well, I mean, if you if you are like a if you have money to spend, like a lot of people who made the money on Tesla, they just saw it hit the market. They kind of liked what it stood for. They threw money at it. Like what you were saying was about you wearing a Tesla T-shirt was a reason it was cool. Right. Like Internet people knew about Tesla and they just threw money at it. They knew about Bitcoin threw uh, at it. Like all my programmer friends, they're rich off this Tesla shit. They're rich off this Bitcoin stuff. Right. And it's just a part of them being part of that certain subculture. Well, so you're saying that's what's going to happen with Twitter? Mm, I'm saying that the the subcultures on Twitter are thriving and they're growing and there's a mania around it and people are going to be drawn into it. Yeah, I mean especially I'm, in election year 2020, yes, Twitter all day. 2021, yeah, it's a fun place. All right, all right. Well, we'll see. I'm very uh I mean you're right. I think you're right. I think it is going to like once with the election all that it's going to definitely Increase, but I don't know. I mean, how much? How many shares of Tesla, uh, Twitter, in the uh, shows? I mean, I fully support your decision, but how, how many stocks of Twitter? Do, how many shares of Twitter do we? Have? I got seven shares of Twitter, and I All had right. nine dollars left, so I thought I, I'm gonna go back and revisit the Ford Motor Company. Oh no! I I still have faith in that electronic charging network. They had terrible earnings reports, so it sunk their stock a little bit. You know what? I'm a product of Dearborn, Michigan. Ford Motor Company is a product of Dearborn, Michigan. That's synergy. It's meant to be. Yeah. Well, I was, you know. Yeah. I get it. You got, uh, yeah, I get it. The ERT thing was, uh, I don't think I've forgotten about it. I mean, I haven't. Um, but <laughs> but I will, uh, you know, I will enjoy it because that's two losses you took last week. We stayed at the casino and <laughs> you fucked up on ERT. But it's fine, especially after you, get on, you got on me about Twitter last week. So... Yeah, we were. It's a new, it's a new day. We have our first sale yeah. of Hold My Bread, and we do this on the Robinhood platform. Robinhood, Ooh, we hate I love you. You're all right. <laughs> Why do you? They insist on showing me the stock for GoPro constantly. Right. I'm not going to invest in the stock for portable cameras. Cell phones exist. I've never cared about a GoPro in my life except when I was stealing them from my old work. Hey, allegedly. No. Uh, One time I I went parasailing and I wore a GoPro. Did you? I did. How did the footage turn out? I watched it once and I was like, that's that. (laughs) Uh and you can just watch someone else's parasailing gopro video that's all you really need true because well you do it once then you can just watch other people's videos and be like yep that's how that felt it was pretty cool parasailing it's so calm though it is fun it was fun i uh, i was all goosed up on edibles and just like floating around where were you i don't remember where i was florida (laughs) i don't know you were up in the sky dog (laughs) 
I think like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was on another planet, my man. No, I really don't know where I was. I was there. I think my one of my girlfriends at the time was there. I don't think she One of my girlfriends. He, he, yeah, yeah, man, my man owned two cell phones. <laughs> exactly. I got a secret other cell phone. I'm Walter White. If I go to the hospital, you gotta take both my phones. <laughs> it's true, I've seen it happen. Um, well, you brought up Tesla. Do you want to talk about Tesla? Let's Tes- talk now's about a good time. Tesla. It's, it's about to be a good time to invest in Tesla. Again? Oh, yeah, baby. So uh, there's been some Tesla news today. They're going to offer – let me pull up. i got to pull up my notes. Um, Tesla is um, offering – it's going to dilute some shares. So it's good. they're going to have – like they're asking for $2 billion, uh, in cash. So they're going to – Basically, the stock price is going to go down. My shares will be worth less, but I'll probably be able to buy in more because I bet the stock goes down. Because it's, but uh, yeah, they're going to raise more money, which is huge. It's great news. That's great. I, I've never been a part of a stock that diluted. How? What's the target for so how much it goes here's down? How, what's that? What's the target of how much it goes actually, down? No, I actually don't know. But I was going to re- read you an example of what it really means. What's happening? So. A stock offer, offering is uh, a company decides to offer more shares for sale, which is what I said. It's a te- it's so they can raise money. Um, so let's say like you have a closet with ten shirts. I do have that. You do have that. Yeah, and, and it's worth combined ten dollars. That's also true. It's just knockoff <laughs> Chinese basketball so, jerseys. So by that math, each ten dollars. This hypothetical is hitting a little close to each home. shirt is worth a dollar. <laughs> Would you say that? Yeah. Um, so you just want to sell more shirts, so you decide to sit in your closet, and uh, <laughs> you make five I, shirts. You just sit there and you make five shirts. I can't go out in the living room in this situation. Or no, no, no. You got to make them in the closet. <laughs> you got to make them out of carpet and wood. You make five shirts. But I'm good at making shirts out of carpet and wood. They're dollars. They're, you know, well, they will get, <laughs> they're, they're pretty good shirts. So now you have 15 shirts. That's good. But you're still worth $10. Have I seen friends and do I try them all on at the same time? The closet, you can. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Did you ever see those videos of people putting on like th- like 70 t-shirts and they get stuck and they freak out? Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stop stop listening to this podcast. Go watch those videos. Yeah, go watch Cake Farts and watch uh, the sh- that video of that girl that has on like 80 shirts and she's freaking out. She can't get out. She's like <laughs> crying. She's got her arms in the air. It's hilarious. Um <laughs> So so wait so oh wait so you make fifty you have fifteen shirts now I do but the closet's still worth ten dollars so now each shirt is actually worth point uh, is worth sixty six cents oh does that make sense yeah so yeah he's basically selling two billions worth of stock to raise money which devalues the stock that's out now which is fine because hopefully I can buy more and it will drop the stock and then it will go back up and uh, yeah well why does this company that's worth $800 a share need to raise money like that? Shouldn't they be more help, helpful if their stock price is so, you know, outperformative of any other company on the major exchanges? Well, the stock is priced very high, so they're going to burn some money, like make money, burn some money, and expand, like expand. With more money, they can do more stuff. They can expand. They can, you know, they haven't made the, I forget what it's called now. There's a sports car. They haven't made that yet. This, they're ramping up. They need to come up with a cyber truck, the ATVs. Like the more money they have, the sooner they can turn a profit. If that, in my mind, I don't know because they can generate more things. You have more, more run up, more runway to get shit going, as opposed to like, I don't know. They just had a huge recall too, which I'm not gonna. We're not, we weren't gonna mention. What's their that. recall? They recalled something with. Did it, the CEO recall his tweets? Something. <laughs> no, it was something to do with. Um, 
like the accelerators. I can't remember. Uh, see, I don't want to spread. I don't want to no, spread. No, that's fake the fake stock. one. No, that's the fake one. The accelerator is the fake one. Something real just happened. They were oh, calling... there's they were calling fifteen thousand Model Xs because of a power steering issue. Yeah, that's what it was steering. Yeah. yeah. Who needs to steer? Doesn't the car steer for you? We only go forward in Teslas. All right, we only go forward, <laughs> pushing forward always. Um, yeah. I mean, it's they're just going to issue more shares to get free money. So. And the stock market doesn't care. <laughs> it is, they recalled 15,000 units and they went up today. That's because Tesla is the truth. Tesla is the truth. And the truth, you know, doesn't perform with logic. Yeah. Well, this know. is the world we live in now. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was, I, I thought that was a good thing. So I'll definitely be looking at some Tesla stock soon and. I uh, I'll be out in California in the coming weeks, so maybe I'll hit up Elon. And you you should visit the factory. Maybe I'll go to that go to headquarters. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll pop in. Maybe you could do a, a segment with a. Would you interview a Tesla employee while you're out there? I would do that if yeah. I could. Let's see if we can find that. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna bring my Tesla shirt and hopefully I'll see Elon <laughs> Musk in traffic. <laughs> Have you seen the videos? There's tons of videos of him driving the Cybertruck around L.A. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's just videos of him uh, driving around in L.A. and people like being like, "What is this?" and it drives by and he waves and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Elon sightings. Okay, that's, that that I hope that works out for that's you. That sounds like a really trip. wonderful moment for you. Yeah. Well, we uh we've been going for about what forty five. We should probably wrap up soon, huh? Time to wrap up. And congratulations. There is a. You know, a lot of new millionaires today because the last quarter of the stock market of year of 2019 was so robust. We are off to a good start of this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who've been invested in their 401ks for 30 years just became millionaires. I think it's good to see. And the stock market is so robust right now that, you know, some analyst company, T. Rowe, mm-hmm. it was always considered the safest thing to do is to put your money into bonds. But they're advising young people who, like us, well, you yeah, like, you'd like you to, um, yeah, <laughs> to invest in the stock market over bonds. Yeah, I well, it's funny because when we started this podcast, one of the advice we kept getting from some of the advice we kept getting, or at least I felt like I kept getting, was people just being like, "Just invest in bonds. That's what you got to do." I remember my dad was like, "You got to invest in bonds." That's such an old school thing, I guess. But I mean, it's probably still good advice. But I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't want we need to. I don't, I don't want have anything do like backed by the US federal government like yeah. I've got less faith in that company than I do most exactly I'm just gonna put that money with Tim Cook and yeah, I don't I'll trust be all right. if you ask me I don't trust the government CEO if you know what I'm saying yeah I'll be over <laughs> here with John Bogle that's right me you and the Bogleheads yeah I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna try Vanguard we all know I'm a wealth front investor yes yes I so- am I am going to... Ditch him? No. I'm going to have a little competition. Instead of investing $500 a month into the stock market, uh-huh. I'm going to invest $1,000 a month, 500 into Wealthfront. Gabby's shaking your head. Why, why are you shaking your head? You don't like planning for our future? Go ahead. Keep going. I'm going to put... <laughs> you have $500 less. Did you know that? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. 500 ahead. into Vanguard, uh-huh. 500 into Wealthfront. I'm going to uh-huh. see how long it takes... For Vanguard to catch up. Oh, okay. This entire podcast is because Joel likes to gamble. One hundred percent. It and, is fun. And I didn't start this podcast originally. Matt started yeah. this podcast. This is just my descent into gambling addiction. Yeah, my, first it, we start out with the stocks. Then I just go to Atlantic City every week. <laughs> I did. I did make my mom buy the ENRT stock. That's my only regret. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's a pretty good one. All right, well, let's get out of here. Um, Joel, what do you, you got to plug anything? Yeah, I got a bunch of shows in the next coming week, actually. Right. Well, let me go first, because uh, while you pull it up. <laughs> cool. I, you, oh, you get, unless you got it pulled up right now. Uh, yeah, DM me February 20th. I am doing a fun show at my apartment on the 23rd. I'll be at Caroline's in the, at 8, and then I'll be at The Stand at 9. And then on the 27th, I'll be at Gad West. Nice. Gaff West, huh? Gaff West. That's a good show. It's a great show. Yeah, slide into Joel's DMs. We got a couple DMs. Uh, in don't on, slide into his DMs. Unless you're a woman. Only men slide <laughs> in. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Yeah, if you're a man, you can slide into me because you can only slide into me if you can do a pull-up. That's right. <laughs> That's the rule. That's, um, yeah, so, yeah, those are good. Uh, you got some good shows coming up. You weren't lying. Yeah, no, good Gabby, would you like to plug anything? Um, No. I... Did a show at Rockwood two weeks ago, and that's all I got right now. All right. Do you want us to link to your article? Oh, I guess. Sure. We'll link to the article. Uh, I have no, like. Just Google Manhattan is collapsing. It'll be Gabby's no. article in the film Day After Tomorrow. Crumbling. Yeah. Crumbling. It's um, just slate.com, I think. It's all Sunday. Yeah. We'll, we'll link to the ad. We'll link to it. And then uh, I'm on. Follow us on Twitter, holdmybread at gmail.com. Uh, hold, follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Matt Backus. Uh, my Instagram is Matt Packet Sucks. Um, I'm trying to find my show poster. Come to see me in LA. Uh, we're going to have to do some weird stuff for the next two episodes because I'm going to be out of town. I'll be in LA and I'll be in Daddy Austin. holding down the phone. Yeah, Joel. You go out. You do your stand up. <laughs> Daddy be, be right here taking care of the house. Yeah. Oh, down on the phone. <laughs> down on the phone. No, no, tell your jokes. Go to the comedy store. <laughs> I'll have on the bank. <laughs> we'll talk about dollars. We'll talk about cents. Sacagaweas. Silver dollars. Whoa. Maybe even in Amelia Earhart. Oh, the, that's the rarest of them all. Uh, I'm in L.A. Uh, Sandra 17th. Day O'Connor, that's who it is, right? I don't know. Uh, that was a good Cajun accent. Oh, I'm in L.A. Yeah. I'm in L.A. the 17th through the 23rd, and I'm in Austin the 25th through the 28th. Follow me on Instagram. You can see my dates there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for support. Thank good you night. For, thank you for life. Good night on the bayou. Mm.